Today on the podcast, we are featuring the Los Angeles-based artist Scooter Page. Learn more about him and listen to his track, The Morning After. Welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast, where we talk all things music. I'm your host, Jeanette Kimsel, blogger and music enthusiast. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Kimsel. For those of you just joining us, this is a podcast where I talk about different musicians and how their music affects me and then play a track of theirs for you to listen to. So you can check it out, form your own opinion as well. And if you're so interested in sharing your thoughts on this track and the artist, I'll have details at the end of the show where you can leave your comments. Today I'm chatting about the Los Angeles-based artist Scooter Page. Scooter Page is the moniker of Scott Caudill. Caudill is an actor, dancer, singer, and songwriter, and who's been working in the business since about 12 years old. He has appeared in various movies, TV shows, and several commercials and music videos. From a young age, he had an interest in music and had written and recorded an album by the time he was 18 years old. Looking at his catalog on streaming, he has music dating back to 2014. He has a bunch of singles and a couple albums. And according to his IMBD page, he has released three albums and eight singles as Scooter Page. And then all three of his albums, um, Evolution to Better Days, uh, 4224, and Dance Capital which is, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's D-A-N-C-A-P-A-G-E-L-E-C-T-R-O-L-A-N-D. And that was released, those were released in 2014, 2019, and 2021. And all of them were well-received with singles being featured on Vivo, as well as attention on YouTube and streaming services. So he's been around for quite a while and has a very eclectic sound. You know, it seems as time has gone by, he's been kind of honing his chops and making all kinds of different music. I had gone back and listened to some of his music from earlier. I kind of was just like trying to listen to like a song here and there from like 2014 on um, just based on what I found on streaming services. I don't know why, but I'm more of like just like listening to music versus going to YouTube and watching videos because I feel like I can do more. Like, I don't know I like to just listen and then kind of type things up and that sort of thing so that's why I was kind of just streaming some of his earlier music and you know it's really hard to kind of pinpoint his um genre so you know he really would be considered more of like a multi-genre artist at least in my mind because it was really hard to categorize him because you know his music encompassed so many different genres um he's got like rock music he's got soul music he has that whole album from 2021 which is kind of like a whole edm album with a lot of soul and some hip-hop so he's kind of you know it kind of shows his um just ability as an artist to kind of make a lot of different music and to make it sound well. You know, he had, um, as I said before, uh, a couple singles that kind of really like skyrocketed and were doing really well on streaming services. And, you know, I think just kind of skimming through his, his catalog, I was kind of like impressed with just the range of, um, music that he can make. So, you know, and also I think he's been kind of honing his craft for a while. You know, he's been playing music since he was 18 and now he's probably, I think he's, he's, he's in his forties, uh, maybe a little bit older. It said that he was born in the seventies. So, um, I didn't do the whole math or anything, but I just saw that, you know, he has been playing music for a very long time in addition to acting. And 
I think he was a dancer. It said that one of his first roles was Newsies, um, one of the dancers in Newsies. So, you know, he's kind of been doing a lot of stuff like over his whole life from a very young age. And it's interesting because, um, you know, he says that his inter- his influences are um, artists that include like Prince, Ozzy Osbourne, David Bowie, James Brown, Calvin Harris, and Snoop Dogg. So you can see, even just looking at that list of people, it's uh, it, it runs the gamut of like you know you've got soul, you've got R and B, you've got some hip hop, you've got like you know um, glam rock and 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 different things, and it's very it's very eclectic. So it makes sense that his music is eclectic as well, and. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the, the tracks that I listened to. And um, the track that I'm going to be playing later is called The Morning After. And this is the first single off his upcoming uh, new rock project entitled Peace, Love, and Reality, which is due out sometime in 2023. And, um, you know, this song is a little bit different. And it seems like the rock project is going to have kind of um, different types of songs. I haven't heard anything else because this is just the first track that's been released. I think there's another track coming out late fall, uh, followed up by, I'm assuming, some other singles. But so this, you know, The Morning After is the first single. And that was, I really liked it, even just from like the the inception, the beginning, like opening guitar riffs. I don't know, like for me, I always say this and I always go to like, I don't know, there's like something about guitar riffs that really you know, really get to me and really excite me. And I think that's what I found exciting about this song from the beginning, you know, it kind of just really, at least for me, it was very like enthralling and very excitable and just kind of like, Oh, I want to hear more of this. Let me hear more of this song. Um, so that was kind of where I started out with. And then, um, as the song went on, you know, it has a lot of like catchy guitar riffs and it's got like, these these really kind of um, just engaging, insatiable bass lines to them. And I think that the bass and guitar are really something that can get your attention, and that is what Scooter Page has done with this track. I would say the song isn't easily categorized either, since he does cross so many different genre boundaries, but it's a good thing, you know, because he does it with such ease, and it kind of just flows really well together. In addition to alternative, punk, and rock sounds, I almost get a psychedelic vibe in this song. It's like you have this part punk rock, part alternative, part pop rock feel, and it all kind of comes together so seamlessly and just smooth, you know? The the chorus hits in with these heavy rocking drums that bring to mind 80s rock to me, and then that along with, like, the singing screams further kind of makes me think of of that genre. You know, there's, like, a part where he's like, in the beginning and at the end, so it really, it just kind of makes for... A different type of sound and it's kind of bringing in all these different like things together to create something new and different at least in my opinion and that's the thing I like now about music because I feel like when I was growing up in like the 90s I felt like a lot of things were very disjointed where it's like you had you know you had one genre over here and you had another genre over here whereas now today it seems like artists are kind of combining things together to create like you know, a new sound. I think artists today are really embracing a lot of just, um, you know, culmination of different musical styles for making something like new and different. And and it's neat to see how things are kind of like meshing and merging together. 
it also creates more thoughtful and layered music, you know, which then again becomes more engaging and interesting. And I feel Scooter Page has done just that with this track, The Morning After. Another thing I want to mention with this song is just the lyric component of it. There is, um, you know, a lot of emotion and feeling with his uh, lyrics in this song. And um, reading one of his bios, it was talking about that he really strives for, like, kind of uh, vulnerability and authentic storytelling. You know, he really wants to kind of get that emotion and feeling put into his song. And it was kind of hard to decipher all of the lyrics. I was trying to listen to the song a couple times, but I, I don't know what it is with my brain. I think I'm always focusing on the music, whereas I need to kind of like really just focus in on the lyrics. And what I garnered from listening to the lyrics was that this was kind of in relation to um, sobriety or maybe like having a, bin, a binger and then the morning after. Um, in my search online, I saw that he is in sobriety for a number of years. So this song has a taste of his own story and creates this wide, unbridled feeling of like earnestness and sincerity. And it's also something that people may be able to relate to, which also puts it on a whole nother level to be able to connect with listeners who may be going through the same thing is wonderful, you know? Like when music can speak to you, it really just is, means so much more. So that's that's a nice component as well. And, you know, if someone is just kind of more of like a superficial listener, you know, it is a good, fun, rocking song. So the music component will appease, you know, your musical needs if that's all you're looking for. So all in all, I really appreciated all this song had to offer to the listener. And his talents have been recognized. As I noted earlier, um, he did, did have some accolades. And then in addition to those, he had features on We Will Write About Music and Jammer, Jammerzine. And I can leave links to these in the show notes if you want to check them out. If you're interested in listening to his other music, um, you can find it on streaming services like Amazon and Spotify. And as I noted earlier, he did have some accolades for his other releases. In addition to those, he's been getting love from the blogosphere with features in We Write About Music and Jammerzine. I can leave links to these in the show notes if you want to read them. For anyone who is into music videos, there is a music video that accompanies this um, track, and I'll leave the link to YouTube in the show notes. And if you want to listen to some of his earlier music, you can find it on streaming services like Amazon and Spotify. I'll leave links to those in the show notes as well so you can check out some of his other stuff. But I feel like I've been chatting for quite a while now. And so without further ado, here is The Morning After by Scooter Page.
We would love to know what you think about Scooter Page and his track, The Morning After. You can tell us in a comment on the podcast webpage. You can also leave an audio comment at the link in the episode summary. If you're looking for more information on Scooter Page, check out his official website, scooterpageartistry.com. That is S-C-O-O-T-E-R-P-A-G-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y.com. You can also follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Facebook, he is at the page Scooter Page Artistry. That is S-C-O-O-T-E-R-P-A-G-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y. You can find him on Instagram at the handle I'm Scott Caudill. That is I-M-S-C-O-T-T-C-A-U-D-I-L-L. On Twitter, he is at the handle Scooter underscore page. That is S-C-O-O-T-E-R underscore P-A-G-E. If you're looking for more new music, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you get the latest updates on our artist features. You can also find more music features on our website at www.eatsleepbreathemusic.com. That is E-A-T-S-L-E-E-P-B-R-E-A-T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast. To find new music and learn more about what we do, you can check out our website at www.eatsleepbreathemusic.com.